We are I. Good morning, everybody. A little bit more enthusiasm in the voice this morning than yesterday, and I apologize for uh, slow can part one yesterday when I woke up from that weekend. I was just exhausted. This morning, however, feel fully recharged and ready to go after a couple good sleeps and a, a day back into the regular routine. So a continuation of this, like, you know, we kind of left off on, you know, how how long this day was and how great this day was. You know, a little bit of recap on that Saturday from, you know, waking up, you know, going for the hike, you know, the uh, pulpit rock to flagpole, coming back down, getting organized, driving to Slocan Valley, going to endless adventures, rafting and kayaking, getting in the kayaks and the rafts, going down the river, doing some, you know, white water, uh, open water swimming, you know, hitting up the rope swing underneath the bridge, you know, right there where, you know, you exit the river from the rafting and the kayaking, you know, to floating down the river, having a great time, floaty deflating, you know, floating down in my uh, my underwater raft or underwater floaty instead of floating on the top and, you know, making it back and it's just being a long day, you know, like this, this 12 hours of excitement and enthusiasm. And you can tell everybody's energy is getting low because we didn't really eat lunch. And, you know, like, let's be honest, you're physically active all day, you're burning lots of calories, you're out in the fresh air, you're out in the sun, you're enjoying yourselves and everybody's headed downhill hard. You know, before we left, we we planned this, you know, taco night on the beach. And we really decided to have it on the beach because Melissa had to bring her dog and dogs weren't allowed at the hotel. So we had to have our group dinner somewhere else. But then it turns out that she didn't have to bring her dog. She was able to find a place for it to go. Um, you know, so we we brought all the chairs and the bifolding tables that the hotel owners dropped off for us. And we made this nice, big, long buffet style table. And we agreed that everybody would pitch in something different. You know, like one person did all the desserts and one person did all the fruits. Another person did all the vegetables and the fixings. You know, and I was going, another person donated the meat. (laughs) And I was going to, you know, make the shells, make the meat, make all these homemade tacos and serve them fresh. So, you know, everybody gets everything all organized, has showers. I get the meat going, get these shells going. And, you know, like Alyssa's holding the tray and I'm, you know, making two at a time, two different frying pans, flopping them on, meats out on the table, fixing them out on the table, and we're getting them down, you know, and people are making them as I'm serving them, and this is the one thing about these homemade taco shells, is they're the best hot right off the frying pan, so that's the way I like to serve them, and, and you know, hear the quietness overcome the table, you know, and then young Nico, I say to him when I go outside, I'm just joking around, I'm like, hey, you know, my, my, limit my max that I've ever ate on these tacos when I was a kid it was six he's like all right then challenge accepted that's the one thing I love about Nico and I you know in a respectful just fun jovial way like he just he loves to try to one-up me and I I love pushing that because it just I love the confidence that it gets in him and I love that he has the confidence to be able to do that and it's in 
such a fun loving way it's in there's no arrogance to it at all there's no you know like fuck you i'm better than you it's just strictly for fun and i love that you know so everybody's eating they get one two three tacos down into them and then there's nico and i'm just making these shells and pounding them on there's two three four five you know and everybody else is done and you know now it's just him and he gets to five six and he's slowing down hard and you know he makes another one gets that seventh one down he just leans back in his chair and it just you could see his stomach and how this young man wasn't so uncomfortably full i have absolutely no idea and then once he's done, I post up with my bowl of meat. I take the shovel out of the pod. And <laughs> I'm, you know, filling up my bowl and I get about, you know, a pound and three quarters, maybe two pounds of meat in my bowl. Just handfuls of cheese on top of there, some sour cream and I just start pounding that back. My my version of a taco that I'm willing to eat. And so we all have a great time sitting around the table laughing and joking around. And you could see that the energy level, even though now people out being active all day, bellies are full. Now they're doubled down on being tired, but it's only like 9.30 at night. There's still lots of fun to have. So I rally everybody up and say, come on, let's go. Let's go for a walk down the beach. It's only a couple kilometers down, you know, to the big main beach in Nelson, right underneath the bridge. Beautiful white sand beach, you know, from the the walkway, you know, the sidewalk down to the beach is probably... I don't know, 100 yards and about 500 yards long. Nice big sweeping elbow that goes down right into the water. And we walk down there and just have a good time, good conversation, laughing, joking around. We get down to this beach, no word of a lie. And it's like maybe 10 o'clock at night, 10, 15 at night. We get there, we're there for maybe a minute or two. Nobody really wants to go actually down the beach. Everybody's so tired and just wants to get back so that they can go to bed. <laughs> they don't even go to the beach. Even they're standing right there. They don't even get off the sidewalk. Everybody just wants to get back. So come on, let's go. Mackenzie and Heather dip their toes in for a second or two just to feel the water a little bit chilly, but still like 26 degrees outside at night. Alyssa and I, you know, we sit down in the sand and we're laying there looking up at the sky and it's just, you know, beautiful stars, millions of stars because Nelson's one of those places where you can actually see an abundant amount of stars. You know, and we're walking back and we're all sitting there, or walking, sitting, standing there talking. And I'm like, you know, we all planned. We're going to go on another hike tomorrow. You know, who's going to come? You know, Melissa and Mackenzie, or sorry, Mackenzie and Heather, you know, put their hands up there like, yeah, you know, like we're going to come. Everybody else too tired, want to get some sleep, you know, body's done. Okay. Yep. That's fine. You guys sleep in, you guys do your thing. You know, like we'll, we'll pack up, we'll leave seven o'clock in the morning. You know, we'll go out and we'll do this hike, you know, plenty of time to be able to get back in and pack up and stuff. So we get back in, we're back at the hotel, maybe for about 15, 20 minutes and everybody's just crawling into bed just exhausted, which is a great feeling. I just, I love that. That's the earmark to me of this great day is, you know, just seeing everybody want to be able to get that sleep, 
playing back the same time that you're thinking all of these of all this stuff that we've done. Not that everybody's tired and wants to go to bed because they're bored and there's nothing to do. There's plenty of things to do. My friend was in town. And it was her 40th birthday. We could have gone out and partied with her and all her friends. You know, like there's lots of stuff to do, wasn't it? That was boring. It's just we are authentically exhausted from all the great stuff. We did all the memories that we built that day. Now it's time to go to bed and let those memories marinate in your mind and solidify in that memory bank to be able to tell and share those stories later on. You know, so we wake up the next day and Heather McKenzie and I, we hop in the car, 6.45 in the morning, we're already out and we hit this trail and it's same thing, really vertical, not a lot of distance, but really vertical and the real crazy part about this trail is there's nothing special. There's nothing special about this trail, but it seemed like somebody dedicated their life to making this trail incredible. All, there's about a third of it, about 30% of this trail was covered in stones and he went through little minor boulder fields, but there was perfect staircases with nice flat rocks. Like these rocks had been chiseled away into making these perfect staircases through these boulder fields and, you know, outside of these boulder fields just slightly. So when you're climbing up, it was, you could see that somebody dedicated a massive amount of time. Like some of these boulders were, you know, had to have been 100, 200 pounds. They were big, thick, well, sturdy boulders. They were placed perfectly. They weren't shifty. They weren't nothing. They were perfectly placed to be able to create these staircases. That leads you up to this absolutely astonishing view, this incredible view of Nelson looking to the southeast. And sat there and looking out and you know, witnessing this moment with Mackenzie and Heather when they're walking around just awestruck and taking these pictures and feeling very fortunate that my eyes and my heart and my soul can look out upon these moments and see these moments that a lot of people only see on social media, that a lot of people spend thousands and tens of thousands of dollars to be able to come here to be able to see, like the German family you know, that was rafting the day before at the Endless Adventures with us. You know, But then I look at my life and I've spent thousands of dollars and tens of thousands of dollars traveling to other countries in the world essentially to do exactly the same thing in exactly the same environment that I'm in right now, and realizing how beautiful BC is, how gorgeous BC is, what BC really has to offer if you go adventure into some of these smaller towns. You know, you just get outside of what feels comfortable and you see what BC really has to offer as a province and as just the people, the people and the places and the things that BC is, is incredible. I'm sitting there thinking about all these things. So I'm looking out at this view. Then we come back down and we get organized back to the hotel, showered up, cleaned up, packed up, get some stuff in the car. And then we meet Marika and Elon, the two owners of this hotel, because they were hungry when we first came there on Friday to want to give us a tour of the hotel on Sunday before we left because we're staying on the bottom floor and into this courtyard, but there's still the second, third, and fourth floor too saying that they've been doing this project for the last seven years and how they're getting close to a point where they're, they're almost done. It's like, wow, like this is incredible. And 
they spent about 45 minutes walking us through this hotel, talking about like the history of, you know, Elon and how he dropped out of school to become a tree planter, and, you know, bought his first house when he was 18 and had the grad party for all of his friends in his house. And now he's done development all through BC and California and Hawaii. You know, he's he built a real estate portfolio, still has a house in California, still has a house in Hawaii, still has a house in Nelson, plus this hotel and the property next door. You know, and talking about how they originally bought this place with a budget of $490,000 for this renovation to be able to do all four floors and spent that on the first floor only and put $1.9 million worth of their own money into this building before they had to take out a $1.5 million loan to hopefully finish it. And it's like, wow. you know. And at all this time is when they bought this building, it was at the start of their relationship and had two children through all that and still seemingly are very happy and content with each other. Even though it's seen, there's all this disarray that has gone in their lives. So, you know, not only is this rich with adventure, but rich with perspective. Like you meet these people. And this is what I love about going to these places, meeting people and hearing their stories and hearing that there can be that success in relationships, hearing that there can be that success in life, hearing that you don't necessarily have to go to school to be successful. You don't have to go to school to be a millionaire. And that's the one of the best things about living in Canada and the United States is there's opportunity to be able to do these things. Because this is living proof right here in front of us. Two people who were born and raised in Nelson, traveling the world, living in different places, you know, and living a very successful life. It's a great story. I love hearing these these rich stories. And, you know, this is the opportunity that we get. It's not just about, you know, filling our souls with the views, the adventure, the the tapping into our wanderlust and having a great time, but you know, it's building these interpersonal relationships with people in these different places and hearing their story and connecting with them and wanting to be able to go back. Like I would go back to Nelson if I couldn't do anything else except for just to break bread with Marika and Elon, just to hear a little bit more of the story. Like, like get in depth, like share some more detail. Don't rush through it. Like I want to hear it all. I want to I want to hear everything. Because it's so rich. And you want to talk about two people who are just positive and smiling and laughing and enthusiastic and just really excited about life in this hotel and what it can be and what the plan is. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like this, these people have made that experience. It was a great way to be able to wrap up and end this weekend and to be able to share this moment with them and bring them closer into our lives. You know, and then we talk about some of the best things that we all experienced that weekend. And some people was the the views, some people was the rafting. And the one thing that I realized that is the most exciting and the best part for me is because I've been on hundreds, if not thousands, of these kinds of adventures through the thirty nine years that I've been in this world. But I love seeing people being happy. I love hearing people's stories. I love creating stories with other people. I love being in a place where somebody is sharing a story where I know that I've been there and they just can't wait to share that with somebody else. I love being on a kayak and the owner of the company say, who is that woman right there? Because I've never 
seen somebody so jovial and excited and then hear that they offered her a job after because of her attitude and her excitement towards it. Like, this is what I love. I love witnessing these things. I love making dinner for people and hearing them talk about how great it is and the stories that they share around the dinner table and how quiet it gets because the food is good. I love, these are the things that I love. I love sharing these moments with people in my life that I love and I respect and I value. Like, this is what I love. That was the best part of the weekend for me and it's always the best part. The views are great. Don't get me wrong. I've seen them. The adventures are great. Don't get me wrong. I connect with them. You know, but seeing those adventures through the eyes of somebody else, by hearing them tell the story because they're that excited, they're that happy. That is the part that I love. So Slow Can Adventure Part 2 is over now. And my heart is full, my mind is full, my soul is full. And I hope that all of you listening to this all over the world and all the countries that we are, I guess, listened to in, Hope that you can feed yourself in this kind of way because this is what makes life rich. This is what makes life worth living is moments like these. 